I'm back from my Iowa trip, and I have a couple of stories to tell you about. First, I toured the number one cheese dairy cowrie. I don't know, whatever they're called, uh, in the state. Second, I love high A baseball. Let's get into the show. I'm your host, Dingram, and this is my eclectic podcast, Iowa Style. I had no idea that Iowans love their cheese curds so very much. Like, the passion they exhibit for them is unbelievable, almost equal to their love of ranch dressing, right? I would try to break it down for you, but I have never loved a single thing, living or non-living, the way an Iowan loves cheese and ranch. I thought I knew what love was. Love for my father, my family, my wife, but nope. I am sure that a native Iowan loves their curds more than their firstborn, right? I have never eaten more cheese in my life. And no joke, I loved every minute of it. Oh, man. So what brought me to Iowa, you may ask? A friend of mine from uh, junior high and high school, she is the matchmaker that got my wife and I together. Uh, Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. That's Fiddler on the Roof, everybody. So I actually owe her like a lot for tricking my wife into taking a chance on me, right? Heidi has lived, that's her name, has lived in Iowa for like, I don't know, six, eight years, more. I don't know. So we went to visit her and her family. Like, we've been postponing this trip for two years due to COVID, and we finally believe that COVID is ending. Well, it's either ending or the conspiracy around it being real is over. You take your pick. But uh, so what did we do there? We ate amazing pizza in uh, Pizza World in Cedar Rapids, right? We toured the number one dairy farm in Iowa. That is the, uh, what was it called? Cinnamon Ridge, Cinnamon Ridge Dairy, right? The owner named John uh, gave us a personal tour, and I cannot believe how modern a farm could actually be, right? He had robots, y'all. He had a feeding robot, a poop squeegee robot, milking robot, and, and I mean, get this, 200 Jersey milking cows, like, all want to be milked. Did you know that you can milk a cow every four hours, right? Like, I don't know this, I'm a desert rat. How would you like to milk, like, 50 cows an hour for 24 hours a day? You wouldn't. That's why they got robots. Oh, and did you know that a cow only sleeps for like two hours a day? So there's like a ton of time to milk them throughout that day. What? Did any of you know any of this crazy stuff? Does anyone know anything about farming and dairy farming like anymore? Or is that like just lost information or like it's generational? It's information that it just it doesn't. I'm not going to say it doesn't apply to us because we all like get milk and we, we get our food and we just go to a grocery store. These people are growing it, creating it, right? But 
how much do we actually know about farming in America? Like, did you know that the cows want to be milked? Like, they walked up to the machine and this little box collar thing on the, like, behind their ear tells the, the computer if they, I shouldn't say it was behind their ear. It was on a collar behind their, like, left ear, whatever. It wasn't like they, like, put a box on this cow or anything. But anyway, like, it tells the cow, like, hey, this is the cow. And then the machine says, like, oh, uh, if if it hasn't been, like, milked in four hours, like, the, the, the cow just, like, hey, get out of here. Like, it's not time. But if it hasn't, if it has, if it hasn't been milked for four hours, hours it could walk up to the machine and then like the whole robot takes over right the the cows like the teats are cleaned and lasers are used to align the suckers on the teats and, and everything and like this this cage kind of like gently closes pulling the cow closer to the machine and and then it gets a reward like the cow gets a reward for coming up and being milked like not only does it want to be milked it, it's hey, where's my like sugary food right because that's what they do they drop out this sugary food is like served to the cow so that they can eat and i mean did you know that why they do that is sugar and foods allow the cow to produce a milk with like a higher fat content that just makes sense right but now that I told you, I I bet that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things you just don't think of, right? I told you that there were, like, uh, the Cinnamon Ridge, it's a, a cheese dairy, right? Like, they make their own specialty cheese. And, um, and guess what you want in your cheese? A higher fat content, right? So uh, that kind of makes it delicious. So these guys are producing, like, eight. 18,000 pounds of milk in a day. A day. 18,000 pounds of milk. Holy moly. That is a lot of Oreo dipping sauce, right? So uh, who and how is the milk turned into cheese, right? So John's brother makes the cheese using, and I'm not entirely sure, but I think it's like science and a little bit of magic, right? They They take... 200 pounds of milk and utilizing magic robots or some type of voodoo and magic. I, I, I don't know. I can't forget about the magic the, to the, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's magic. That's all I could say. It turns these like blocks into like heavenly mana. I don't it, it, magic. That's it. That's all I could say. These, then these like, magic mana blocks are then flavored cut distributed and oh so very deliciously savored some of these cheese blocks end up like fried yeah take that take something that was fine on its own chop them into squares batter them and then deep fry them uh, one place I had fried curds at they had this like raspberry jalapeno sauce Oh, it should never have been possible to take pure joy and add a raspberry jalapeno sauce to it to have that sweet, creamy, savory, and spicy explosion in my mouth, right? I told you, these people love their cheese more than their children, and I don't blame them. Oh, I do wonder, for my own, I wonder how... 
everyone in Iowa is not a thousand pounds. Like I gained, I'm not going to tell you, but almost double digits in four days, like not even a full four days, two whole days and two travel days. And that was enough to hit me. It was actually like six pounds. I'm exaggerating, but like these people have adapted this like to their lifestyle. And I am also very jealous, right? So what else? What else did I learn about cows that I could share with you, right? I'm trying to think. There's so much information. Like Jersey cows are a cinnamon brown color and are apparently like they're great for milking, right? And not only does John's farm uh, have like the number one Jersey cow in the state and like really it has seven of the top ten, right? I was also blown away with how much like science and genetics are playing a role in the selection and breeding methods of these dairy cows, right? So, so John had a, a two-year-old cow, tested the genetics by like taking some t- hairs from the tail, right? And that predicted that that cow would be the greatest milk maker in like six years from then, right? So with that information, someone, a person ends up buying that cow, right? They breed it two times and they get a male and a female. The bull then goes on to sell for almost like a quarter million dollars, right? Because like that genetics are now predicting because it came from that mother, which is going to be the number one milker in the state. Like it's just crazy. And then like that guy who bought that, all he wanted was the bull because he's going to like sell <laughs> its seed uh it is a PG13 podcast keep it clean uh and like so then he doesn't even want the female like he doesn't even want the cow all he wanted to do was breed it get the bull he got that the and then it has a daughter right and so what is that what happens john ends up buying both of the females back and then he milks them and sure enough Six years later, he has, like, the number one cow in Iowa, and the daughter, that offspring, is right there behind that mama in production and quality. So, he has seven of the top ten milking cows in Iowa for cheese, right? And, that like, it's crazy. It's crazy how much stuff I learned about cheese and cows. <laughs> It was so much fun. Um, I, I don't know. I'm. That's all I have to say about cheese and cows. Like I, I learned a lot. I hope you guys learned something right now. Like I don't know. I'm just rambling. But, um, like I said, I'm back from Iowa. What else did I do? What else did I do? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like we had a blast with uh our kids just hanging out. And uh, it did turn out that my 11-year-old son is the wrestling champion of the weekend. Apparently, a uh, six-year-old didn't stand a chance against him because he's a jerk. Uh, no, my son, not not her son. <laughs> um, but yeah, 11, you should watch an 11-year-old wrestle a six-year-old. It's, it's pretty funny. That uh, Boys are great, especially when they could like really cut loose and just, I don't know, try to pile drive each other. It's funny. Uh, we also took in like a, it's, I think it's a high A ball or a triple A baseball game, right? The, the home team that I actually watched there was the quad city river bandits. And I guess they're a feeder team for the Royals. 
like and that's a recent change because they were saying like even the season before they were feeding into the the i think it was the orioles but that changed this year they were changing all their colors and like from blue or or red to blue and anyway i bought some red gear because that hat is nice um while we were there uh, they won their game four to three against the cubs like not the actual cubs but like their team is just called the Cubs and I, I don't know if they feed into the Cubs and that's why they're called the Cubs. Like I didn't look into them. I don't know. I was, I was there to watch them uh, river bandits, which is a pretty cool name. I'm now a fan of the river bandits. Right. And uh, I'm also a fan of that stadium that they play in the, I looked it up. It was the Woodman stadium. Oh, it's located on the banks of the Mississippi river. Like, and it's in the, I looked this up on Wikipedia. It said, uh, in the shadow of the Centennial Bridge, home run balls to the right field often land in the river. It was such a beautiful stadium. It uh, Apparently, it's in, like, the top ten, like, minor league, like, baseball stadiums of the year, like, every year. It's gorgeous. Ah, oh, man, what else did we do? We crossed over, I believe, the Centennial Bridge and then went to... Um, I don't know. What's the city next to it? I'm so terrible at this. Like, Illinois? I don't know. Geography is not my suit. Um, yeah. That was uh Cinnamon Cows and River Bandits. It was a good time. Fun time. I highly recommend going to Iowa. My wife ended up buying a t-shirt that said Iowa on it, and... Uh, my neighbor across the street, he's like, Iowa, why are you rocking Iowa? You guys are from Arizona or Nevada and all that. And we're like, well, yeah, but we went to Iowa. And he's like, I'm from Iowa. Turns out he lived like an hour north of where we were chilling the whole time. Like he was born and raised there. So Iowa was great. Recommend it. You should go. 